Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible Berry Chantilly Cake and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the coffee grounds of humor, putting it in the um, the tap bit. You know, oh, difficult I'm when you I'm don't I'm know the, my depth. the specifics. I'm out of my depth. Put, putting coffee in a tap. No, the you know, like an espresso machine. Yes. You know, that you put it in a thing, don't you? But what's the thing called? It, it, I know that you tamp it down. So I was going to say tamp it down uh-huh. with friendship. Yes. With, with the paddle of friendship. Yep. But what's the thing? The spout? There's a little spout in the... Well, you put it in, don't you? And then you, you tamp it down, the coffee, and then you click it into the espresso machine, yep. and then the water goes over it, and you make, make espresso. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I'll, I've got a pod machine. I'll do that. Welcome yeah. to the Off Menu Podcast, taking the coffee pod of humour, putting it in the, um, the espresso machine of the internet, putting the cup of good times below it, and having a lovely cup of pod coffee. The classics. The classics. That's it, Gamble. My name is James A. Caster. This is the Off Menu Podcast. We own a dream restaurant. We invite a guest in every single week, ask them their favourite ever start, a main course dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week, our guest is... Roisin Roisin Murphy. Murphy. Roisin Murphy. Brilliant musician, James. I mean, yo, when I was a lad... uh, You're still a lad. I'm still a lad. Come on! Miloco was the group that Roisin was in. Fantastic group. And now a flow, an amazing uh, solo career. Solo career, which, yeah. uh, which for me, like, I'm a, I'm a big fan. She's so loco. I own, I own quite she's, so, she's gone so loco. So loco. That is amazing. Yeah. How has no one said that before? Unbelievable. Of Ocean Murphy. But, I mean, you know, people know that I love 2016. Greatest year for music of all time. Uh, Take Her Up to Monto was released that year by Roisin Murphy. You know, experimental, eccentric, electronic pop music. Absolutely love it. With every album, she approaches it from a different perspective, different genre, reinventing herself constantly. Can't wait to see what she does next. Can't wait to see what flavour of Roisin Murphy we get on this podcast. Very good, James. What flavour of Roisin Murphy we're going to get on this podcast. You never know 
Uh, very excited. I'm, you know, I'm a little bit intimidated having Roshin on the pod. Yeah. But all that being said, as with all our guests, if Roshin says a secret ingredient, an ingredient which we deem to be unacceptable, we will have with a heavy heart to kick him out of the podcast. With a very heavy heart. Very heavy heart. And this week, the secret ingredient is low, low fat, fat cheddar. cheddar. No thanks. Listen, I think we've done every disappointing form of cheddar that there is. Yes. We're now arriving at low fat cheddar. I think you can go through all the previous episodes and you can probably deduce that we basically like a bit of flavour in our cheddar. We want cheese to be cheese, please. We don't want people to hold back. And we and what is the point? Please let my cheese be cheese, please. Of having cheddar if it's if it's not got the goods in it. It ain't gonna melt properly if it's low fat cheddar. So we are gonna put low fat cheddar on. And this might be the last time that cheddar makes an appearance. Yeah. As a secret ingredient, but who knows? They might come up with more bullshit versions of it and we'll be forced to put them on. Throw them on the fire. But if yeah. you throw low-fat cheddar on the fire, nothing happens. So, Roshin Murphy, if you do say low-fat cheddar, we are going to kick you out. Apologies. Bye-bye, Roshin. Low-fat cheddar comes to us courtesy of David Leesk on Twitter. Oh, the Leeskster. The Leeskster. Leesk and potatoes. <laughs> Mate, I was literally about to say that. It's so depressing. Yeah? yeah. You were about to say Leesk and potatoes I was, too? I was say Leesk and potato soup. <laughs> I wonder if Leesk's partner, if it, if Leesk has a partner, maybe they call potato. It's potatoes or, or po- onions, po- po- <laughs> or onions. Leesk and onions. Leesk and onions would also work. I mean, I guess we'd have to Leesk and uh, onions or something. Onions. Yeah, yeah. You'd have to switch it around a bit. Yeah, Leesk and onions. But Leesk, why don't you tweet the podcast and let us know uh, if you've got a special someone in your life and if their surname is also a dish. <laughs> This is the off-menu menu of Roisin Murphy. Roisin Murphy! Welcome, Roisin, to the Dream Restaurant. Oh, thanks for having me. Welcome, Roisin Murphy, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. I'm starving, lads. Come on, let's get on with it. <laughs> That's what we like. That's the you attitude we like in the Dream Restaurant. <laughs> you got a quiche on the way. Yeah. I've got a quiche, quiche Lorraine. It's a good thing to get the food, actual food, ordered, as opposed to the Dream food, because uh, it's a tricky record if... You know, yeah. you're hungry and there's no food coming. Because the dream food isn't ex- it doesn't exist, does it? The dream food doesn't exist only in our minds, mm-hmm. um, which we've a lot of times we've screwed ourselves over by talking for, you know, an hour, hour and a half about food and then just having nothing afterwards and just sat it's there starving. Been starving, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was just, just crying and whimpering to each other yeah. and <laughs> wishing we'd ordered a quiche Lorraine like you. I've had the foresight to do. <laughs> do you get um, hungry? Is that something you get? yeah. I, get, I mean, I love food, you know. I, I, in fact, it was quite hard for me to choose these these courses. And when I, I rang my husband, he's not really my husband, but I call him that. Mm-hmm. Um, Bit of a laugh. And <laughs> yeah, we've been together a long time. So he's Italian and he's got his brilliant cook and all that. So he knows a lot about food. Brilliant. And I rang him and I was like, what am I going to say? And he said, well, tell them that because you're with... Uh, a, a Milanese person, you know, that you like classic things, um, which I do, you know. And of course, the quiche Lorraine is a, is a classic. Essentially, a classic. what I'm, I'm I'm translating what your husband said. It was essentially, don't show me up. Yeah, yeah. I do like mad stuff as well. I mean, yeah. I went the other day to um, a Peruvian fusion place mm. in Ibiza. 
And that was very, 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 very nice. Nice. Yes. But you're not allowed to say that because he's told you you should only say classics. Classic. Classic. <laughs> the classics. And the classics are what? Quiche Lorraine, hot dog. Yeah. Uh, well, we what, do what, like what it. Yeah, classics? we love a hamburger. Yeah. But hamburger. Uh, I, that's not what I've chosen today. Okay, good. Little clue. No, no classic hamburgers today. I like eating a quiche Lorraine. I hate the name. Yes, it is rather sort of housewife-ish, isn't it? Yeah, it feels 70s it sort does, of, yeah, yeah, good housekeeping magazine. Do we know why it's called that? Lorraine Kelly? Something no, it's not Lorraine, not Lorraine <laughs> Kelly. Come on. I think in a French accent it sounds better. Quiche Lorraine. Mm. Yeah, it's the... I'm not going to try. No. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we don't know. Maybe it is. Is it French and quiche Lorraine? I think probably. I'm it assuming quiche is, quiche is French, isn't it? Quiche Lorraine. So that yeah, is, yeah. is French. <laughs> so probably Lorraine Kelly isn't to do with it. But no. we're not ruling that out completely, though, as a group. It would be a pity, though, wouldn't it, if it wasn't anything to do with Lorraine Kelly? Yeah, I feel like maybe it used to be called something else and then she bought the rights, maybe. Maybe it's because she's called Lorraine because she likes quiche Lorraine. She's named yeah. after the quiche Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. As a baby, she was eating quiche Lorraine quite a lot. Maybe so she, she wasn't even called Lorraine to begin <laughs> yeah. with, and then she just ate so much quiche Lorraine. Yeah. Maybe she was conceived in a Gale's bakery. Could That's be. True. Yeah. I mean, that, I'd, I'd call her Gale <laughs> if that happened. Yeah, so good got, point. Yeah, actually. yeah, that'd be weird. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> after another Doesn't rain. Feel like the first, the first thing to go for would be Gale, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you could do that. What is in a quiche Lorraine? Uh, bacon and. Eggs and your classic eggs and a bit of cheese. Nice. That's what makes it's a good mixture. Isn't makes it? Yeah. it a Lorraine. Mm. Is there's bacon in it? Yeah. If there's no bacon in it, does, is it no longer a Lorraine? No, it's just a cheesy quiche. <laughs> cheesy quiche. <laughs> no fancy name for that one. Cheesy quiche. Fair enough. It's more of a gale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you like the classics? Also, you've released some classic music. Is that fair to say, Roisin? Bri- brilliant link. That, <laughs> that's good, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you think that was good? <laughs> yeah. A good link. I loved it, yeah. Thank you. Because yeah. you must have done a lot timeless, of interviews. Timeless. Yeah, timeless. A lot of timeless. interviews about your music, spoken to a lot of people. Yeah. And the links are often the hardest bit, but I think we've absolutely smashed You've that. You've nailed it, mate. Yeah, thank you. I mean, your music is pretty... I mean, what I like about your, your music, your albums and your songs, is that um, it, it, it feels very of the time, very now, but you're pulling from loads of different eras all the way through, and you're not necessarily... Like your music could sit in any era, I think. Like from that, you're not necessarily just doing what everyone around you is doing. No, and, no, uh, I follow. And, and mirroring the scenes that are going on now. So. No, I follow me on yeah. my own sort of heart when I make music. I don't do it for any particular market, or you know, it's it's all just coming from what I'm passionate about in that moment. Yeah, I mean, when I look back on, I've got a quite a big catalogue now. There's a lot of albums, yeah. including the Maloco albums, obviously and my own and when I look back I'm, I'm very proud of them and I think they all sort of stand the test of time in their own way mm. and um, so does the food that I'm just about to choose. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned Maloko when I was at school um, did you, do you know David Pack? David Pack no. He was in my school year he was in my year at school. Oh uh, why would I know? <laughs> well I'm just checking but like David Pack was in my, my year at school and, and everyone would sing bring it back David Pack. Oh, how nice. We'd always do it. Always do it to them. (laughs) You've never told me about that. I know how that feels, poor David. I do know how that feels. I have a friend in in Ibiza that just 
always has to bring up, sing it back every time we have a few drinks. Yeah. yeah. And everybody groans, like, and she starts singing it. Sylvia, know. shout going out. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you must be used to having that song at you, probably more than David Pack, I'd say. I don't know what David Pack's up to these days. I haven't kept in touch with him. I hope he's a listener or someone listening to this knows David Pack. I feel for you, David. And can check what he's up to and yeah. make sure you sing that song to him. Well, he should come on, he should come on the show. He can we'll get a, him on the pod. Talk about get food when he eats all his food and becomes a full pack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see what David Pack's doing these days. I didn't know him that well. I only really knew him There's for There's lots song. of jokes you could make about a name like Pack, Yeah, isn't there? for sure. Oh, yeah, there was yeah. loads, but like all we did... Backpack. Backpack, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you backpack? Bring the it all... backpack. Bring it backpack. We should have said that. Uh... <laughs> it's too... It feels all too All we did now. was sing David Pack to him. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get onto your food choices instead. It's not about the kids that I went to school with. Although uh, it's, it's a nice shame, though, when you think about it now that they're all snowflakes and they wouldn't make up such a horrible thing. To yeah. yeah, little snowflake yeah, kids, little little snowflakes, snowflakes being kind to each other. Yeah, not bullying being each other. Being kind, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. So kind. I mean, the David Pack one was. Yeah, I think that'd still go on now. That that's harmless. Who's that hurting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. him. The, the, yeah, well. <laughs> He loved it, David Pack, from what I remember. Yeah, dancing along. Yeah, David Pack was quite popular. So he was all right. Yeah. Did you have any fun songs that you used to sing at school? No. Oh, yeah, they used to sing, uh, when I first came to the UK, some very funny people in school used to say, oh, oh, you're in the IRA. Wow. Wow, yeah. That's, yeah. So that's, a, I mean, that's a... Which, of course, I makes... wasn't. No. And nobody belonged to me was, no. funnily enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> so every, every time you make a new album, are you always thinking, it's better than the last one? Yes. Or are you, are you doing something you different every time? Always, always, always thinking, yeah. chances are this is going to be the best one I ever did. Yeah. Does that mean you don't think that your 2016 album, Take Her Up to Monto, is your best album? Or well, one of the best I, albums I, I did at the time, you yeah. know, yeah, and yeah. then and then you move on and you're like, no, I can even do it better, I can do it better. To keep uh, moving forward, you have yes. to think that, I guess. And, yeah. and that, of course, none of them are better than the other ones in a way, you know. It's just they're different and I am in a brilliant position to make different records because I'm not in a band with the same, like, three people, four people for the last 25 years, you know. Mm. I, I move on and I work with different collaborators. And so that always gives me something fresh and, and new impetus and um, new ideas and a new flavour, you know, every time. Can you give us a sneak peek about what you're working on at the minute? I have finished um, an next record that I uh, worked with a guy called DJ Coase, mm -hmm. On and uh, so it's all written and produced with him, and it's the best one I've ever made, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> we always start with still or sparkling water on the pot. Do you have a preference? Sparkling, as yeah. they say in Ireland, sparkling. Yeah, really get your mouth around that word. Give yeah. it a sparkling. <laughs> sparkling. <laughs> I've been watching The Crown and I can speak quite posh you. now. Do they often order, I'm not up to date with The Crown, do they often order sparkling water sparkling. in The Crown? Sparkling. <laughs> sparkling, darling. <laughs> do give me some sparkling. This is great. It's a shame they're not making it anymore. I think you'd be a shoe in for... And they know they left it open now. There could yeah. be another one. Yeah. Oh, there'll be another one at uh, some point. Mummy. <laughs> uh, I've been going around speaking for my children like this and I've really freaked them out. <laughs> How do they feel about that when you suddenly start speaking like a member of the royal family and saying sparkling over and over again? I should say they're rather perturbed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never seen The Crown. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah? It's about the royal family, James. Yeah, that's yeah. what puts me off. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, a bunch of wankers, though. <laughs> 
Every family's got a sure. bunch of wankers. Yeah, you know? that's true. Every family's got some universal. All families are a bunch of wankers. They've all got some black sheep in them every family, haven't they? Yeah. They've all got a few roggins. A <laughs> um, few more skellies in the closet for the old royals, though, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah. But who knows? Who out of all the royal family do you think is most likely to have drunk, have drunk the most sparkling water? They probably don't drink sparkling water, do yeah. they? Do you not think? No, it's, it's, do I don't know. Drink? It's quite a sort of... A lot of foreign people would do that, wouldn't they? Rather <laughs> yeah. I- Italians and French. <laughs> I would think that. <laughs> what, what do you think the Royal Family would drink? Would it, would it be still or would it be something like... I should think it would be still. I think it would be like yes. the blood of the working classes. <laughs> oh, do you think? I'd give them a break. Bit on, bit on the nose, James. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, plus, you can't only drink blood. You'd have to wash it down with something I now and again, they, wouldn't you? they drink blood. Yeah? Yeah, that's how they live so long. Yeah, I can't after believe the, this... After the hunt. Yeah, yeah after the hunt. Can't yeah. believe all this time, this is the this is the moment you choose to sort of go in a di- David Icke direction. Uh, <laughs> yes. About the royals. Yeah. yeah. And they're lizards. Oh, I didn't say they were lizards. No. I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get me there. I didn't say anything. Okay, so, I mean, um, here's another question for you. This is just completely separate. Do you think a lizard would drink sparkling water? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that's my idea. <laughs> They'll drink anything. Yeah. Uh, why do you like sparkling? Oh, um, yeah. I especially that Vichy one, you know, so I like a little bit sort of salty. Mm. And I like the, you know, that it cuts the, let's say, dirt off of your tongue and your mouth before you start eating, you know, it gets the, gets the palate ready. Why you got such a dirty tongue? <laughs> dirty tongue, I want you. Now... <laughs> What's that I was going to go into a song there. No. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't wait until that's the, until you release Dirty Tongue as a single and yeah. everyone knows where it came from. We had a, a, a kid in my school called John Tongue and we used to sing that at him. Oh, here we go with the kids at school. <laughs> he was lucky to get away with that, actually. He was, yeah. He was. If your third name's Tongue. So you got a Dirty Tongue? Well, I think we all do, don't we, really, after mm. a few hours in the day, you know. Yeah. And mm. yeah, sparkling water does feel like it's... And we've talked about this before, but it does feel like the inside of a washing machine on an advert sometimes. It's just sort of taking all the grime off it the sparkling does. water. The bubbles are attacking all the dirt on, on the tongue. Yeah, like a dishwasher. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. stuff it is. Yeah, it's good. And, and you like Vichy, do you? Yes, yeah. What's that? Oh, I don't think I've had that. It's like the Spanish one. Really, really good. Apparently, yeah. I mean, I, I listened to some podcast also about, about water. Will Self made a podcast about water. Of course he did. Did he? A series of podcasts, actually. It wasn't yeah. just even one. And that ended up being his favourite as well. And, yeah, he spoke to people who are sommelier of water, uh-huh. which there is such a thing nowadays. Could you see yourself getting into the water scene that much? Would you Would you be able to converse with a sommelier of water and not find the whole thing a bit silly? Possibly not. Yeah, I feel like you're a, you're a bit too no-nonsense for that. That's, that's the vibe <laughs> I'm getting already. <laughs> Will Self's whole life is uh, making sure that he, he looks smart, though, right? So, like, when, when he's talking to a sommelier of water, he's like, come on, Will, you can do this. Don't get bored. This, it, it, most people would get bored and bail out of this conversation. But you got if you stick to this, everyone will think you're really clever. No, he was being very wry. Yes, well, he's, he's very wry. He's a wry guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a wry guy. Would he, you drink sparkling water on stage while you're performing? Hell to the no, no, no. <laughs> That's a still, still time. You wouldn't want to get bubbles kind of caught in your throat while you're singing. No, I guess so, but it might give you a different sort of tone tone to the voice, maybe. Mm. You could maybe that's something to try on the on the next album if you want to make it a little bit different. Just chug a load of sparkling water before you record it. I'll just write that down. <laughs> 
<laughs> get the burps going and get the auto tune on. Yeah. Some people will just do that. that sounds great, actually. Some people, experimental. Sort of thing you'd like. I would I'd listen to that. I'd yeah. listen to a burped auto tune album. I'm not ashamed to say. DJ Burpee. Yeah. Pop it up or bread. Pop it up or bread, Roshin Murphy. Pop it up or bread. <laughs> Jesus. You're frightening me. Yes. <laughs> you actually played it very cool immediately, let him finish, and then went, you frightened me there. Yeah, you frightened me. <laughs> Pop a doms or bread. Yes. <laughs> On the table of this magical yes. meal that we're having. Yes, what would you like before your meal? I wouldn't be having Papa Doms unless it's Indian food. Uh-huh. So but it's, you know, it's a dream meal if you want to mix things up and you feel like having a pop yeah. before. And no rules here. Before your Just think... like with your music, Roisin, there's no rules. No rules. In the dream restaurant. I do like pop doms I have to mm. say. But, um, and I love Indian food, but I think I'd have bread with this this meal. And even say, saying that, one has to try and be very disciplined with the bread at the beginning of the meal. Because if you eat loads of bread and then you have a fantastic meal come and you're full with the bread. Mm. Is that something you have to do? Do you have to restrain yourself from I the bread? we all do, don't we? Is that some sort of a universal people, thing? Some really? people are very controlled, you know. They're, some people won't have the bread. Some people will just have a little nibble and they'll be fine. Like, yeah, but yesterday I was out for lunch with the rest of the Gamble family mm-hmm. and uh, they brought bread round and we all had a slice of bread. Then the bread man came back round, another slice of bread. Then the bread man came back round again. We'd had a whole loaf by the time the meal started. Uh, yeah, it's not good. Yeah. And I love butter. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I love butter. Any particular type of butter? What's the dream butter that's arriving at the table for you? Irish. Yeah. Kerrygold, we're talking here? Maybe, I mean, Kerrygold, there's nothing wrong with a bit of Kerrygold. You always try and push our Irish guests into <laughs> saying Kerrygold, James. I just think it's become a thing on the pod. <laughs> become a thing on the pod <laughs> where most... It has to Irish be grass-fed. Yeah, you know, dairy has to be grass fed. So yeah, Irish butter would always be, would always be grass fed because that's all we have in Ireland is grass, just grass. <laughs> so much grass, it's unbelievable. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's true. So actually. we don't even need to put grass fed onto our dairy because yeah, there is no such other thing. Can you tell the difference in the taste whether it's grass fed or not? I don't think I eat anything else. You wouldn't need to. I wouldn't need to tell the difference. Do you think Ireland will ever run out of grass? No, never, never, <laughs> never ever, never. It's our thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope you're right. It would be a sad day. It would be a sad day. What would you feed the cows on? There are, area, there are areas of Ireland in the West where there's more rocks than grass. Uh, now. And they're not great. But for... the butter from that place is crunchy as hell. Okay, it looks <laughs> down on. Do you go past Giant's Causeway and go, perfect. Yeah, no grass here. <laughs> no grass in Giant's Causeway. Why is that a tourist attraction? The idea of, a, you mentioned that, a... a Butter from a cow that's been fed on butter. Yes. Surely that's the butteriest butter that you could possibly that have. so buttery. Butter from a cow that's been fed on butter. Yeah. yeah. It sounds very wrong. <laughs> mm, I don't know. If someone told me there's this restaurant and they got the best butter because the cows are fed exclusively on butter. <laughs> on their own butter as well. On their own, each other's butter, the cow to the left. That sounds twisted and evil. Pass the butter to the left hand side. This sounds great. Is it like a type of bread in particular, like a particular Irish bread or just a, like a general general bread that you're into? Got to give, your I'm generally bread. mad about bread. Yeah. I have to say bread is lovely, isn't it? Yeah. Hey. Should we? I mean, this is a dream restaurant. Would you like a bread basket which contains every bread in the world? Yeah. 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 What? I like your... <laughs> I like German selections of bread. They, they do great selection. They have all kinds of like grains and mm. colours of bread and all that sort of stuff. But I do, you know, obviously love a good sourdough. Mm. Yeah, just, yeah. just like most people. Sure, the classics. Mm. We're talking the classics here, Roshi. the classics. And 
you you were sticking to what you said at the start. You're in the classics. You've mm-hmm. gone sourdough. No, no one can fault you on that. I like this idea of a German selection, though. Uh huh. Some of that dark rye bread, that sort yes. of stuff. Yeah. Maybe we bring a German basket, James. What have they got? Hmm? They've got the lot. What oh. have they got? They've got the lot. Now. <laughs> <laughs> or what have they got? Oh, yeah. They have got the lot. That's good. You have to say Look. that, James, when you bring the bread. What have they got? <laughs> They've got the lot. <laughs> yeah. Russian, you're very good at accents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know it. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of close to singing, you know, mimicry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. I'm good at accents as well, James. So are you, right? Yes. We're, we're all very good at accents found here. Yeah. Well, let's all pat each other on the back then. Yeah, pretty good. To the left-hand side. <laughs> pat the person on your left. <laughs> your dream starter. Right, well, I'm going to go... Sort of like two starters, okay? So oh, okay. I'm going to have to open the stomach. I shall have courgette flowers. Oh, nice. Lovely. Is this the first shout out for yeah. courgette flowers this on the pod? This is the first courgette flowers shout out we've had. And I'm oh, lovely. God, when they're done well. <sighs> Stop. Yeah. So good. So they're light and crisp. Are they fr- fried? Mm. Yes, like deep crispy. fried, yeah. With anything in, in the flowers? Are the flowers stuffed? Yes, what are we talking? Ricotta. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the first time I had those, but it blew my mind. Yeah, they're amazing. And they're, and they're kind of like so delicate, you know. Mm. The the batter has to be so delicate and it has to be just so in and out yeah. of the fry. Yeah. Oh, it's good to get. And then I've been eating courgettes for years. Mm. And then you think, why have I been buying all these courgettes with no flowers on the end? Yeah, yeah where, where do you get the flowers? Yeah. yeah, I yeah. Don't know they, they should do sell them. the courgettes with the flowers on the end. It's not that most people couldn't cook that, though. Mm. Including myself, to be honest. Actually, I wouldn't try that. I'd end up eating the flowers raw. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what you would do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> he does every Valentine's Day. There's something day. so <laughs> nice about it, you know, the flower and stuffed and mm. dipped in and out of the fry. Mm. Oh, so good. I've had them drizzled in honey before. Yeah. That's a yeah. classic. That, that's that that, that's within the classic. With classics. the ricotta, yes, yes, yes. Do you want the honey? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe at least one of them has a drizzle of honey on a it. A little maybe. drizzle. We can we can Just bring you touch. a drizzle pot. Yeah, bring you a drizzle pot. Drizzle it off. Let's have it. <laughs> How many flowers you want? A bouquet. Well, seen as I'm going to have two starters, yeah. not too many, not maybe too many. three. A mini bouquet, three max. Yeah. Max. yeah. Um, so what's this other starter then? Because we, well, we don't have, yeah, we have this double starter here. Well, it's not that it's a double starter, but you know, in Italian, you'd go with like a, a pasta dish. Yes. As a starter or a rice dish. Yeah. And I'm going to go with risotto milanese, which is the risotto with the saffron. So this is from where your husband's well, your non-husband's He's from, from Milan, yeah. I liked it before I met him, though. I yeah? Say, yeah. yeah. He didn't get you Big into, into it. it. Saffron's very expensive. I have got expensive taste. Yeah. You know, by the by the weight, it's extremely expensive stuff. What are we talking? Don't know, but I know it's dear. You get a yellow tongue? <laughs> Not if it's done right, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, a yellow tongue. You need the sparkling water. I had yeah, it, I had, had it on its own once. You, you what? I just had saffron on its own once. Why? This it, is the sort of lifestyle that did James you? is leading And what now. was that like? Was back, backstage at a TV show, they got a load of saffron for something. I can't remember what it was. And everyone was down. It, it was a thing. Let's all eat it on its own. Let's go for it. What was um, it like? It's very, it's a bit strong. This is what people in the general public assume that people are doing backstage at TV shows. Mm. They're using taxpayers' money yes. to sit backstage at the BBC and eat saffron raw. Yeah, and that's exactly what we were that's doing. That's a disgrace. Yeah, that's a it? disgrace. Yeah, and may I, may I just uh, you know, reiterate my hatred for the royal family? <laughs> 
and the way that they live their lives. <laughs> Sit backstage eating saffron and whittling on a picture of our king. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was doing. My, my bright yellow piss. Did you say whittling? <laughs> I said whittling. Not a fan? That's quite, a, quite an Irish sort of oh. thing. Well, I've got some Irish blood knocking around. Let's Maybe get that's, on who do you yeah, think you are. Yeah, yeah. Go and have a whittle. <laughs> Yeah. I'd love it's to bringing see my episode. childhood back actually <laughs> see an episode of who do you think you are with Ed on it and they're like now we notice you used the term whittle earlier <laughs> <laughs> that got us thinking <laughs> you're Irish rather than just checking my lineage yeah. at all is there anything behind this guy is there a family tree or anything no, no. <laughs> we've just written the word whittle we on heard a big you say whittle <laughs> and you're, we're saying you're Irish <laughs> so congratulations this was Otto can yeah. you uh, talk about it a bit more because I know I, I had some the other day and uh that actually had a little bit of gold on it as well. You know the way they put gold. Right, into you've food just got sometimes. even more fancy than That's James. Super, that was super posh. Yeah, hey, I, I, I snort a line about every morning. It's unnecessary though. It's it's the, the saffron is enough really. Uh, yeah. the, that edible gold stuff you can't taste this. You can't taste it's just, that it's stuff. It's just to be just to be fancy, isn't it? It's just ridiculous. While the world burns. It's probably not even correct, really. I no. had it in Madrid. Right. It's not in Milan. So it's not it's not part of the classic. And it's probably not part of the classic uh, <laughs> version of the dish. But I'm a big fan of this. Um, it's a little bit of a uh, a loophole that people find in, in mm. on, on this podcast. Whenever anyone utilizes the pasta course, I do love it. I am happy when people kind of go, I want one of those other extra courses that you can have on a menu. Is saffron the the main flavouring in there, or is there is there cheese and stuff in there as well, as or is it just sort of oh, yeah, saffron I think and stuff? Cheese in there, yeah. yeah. Got to be, right? Maybe I'm just... I don't know, actually. <laughs> Sometimes. In fact, maybe now I'm thinking of it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, tell me, tell me if this happens to you, I'm eating something that normally has cheese in it and it doesn't have cheese in it, but my brain tells me there's cheese in it. Yeah. And that's yeah. how much he, this guy loves yeah. cheese. <laughs> I think with, my brain did with that, risotto, it's brain. the way you cook it that gives you that glutenism, you know. That's yeah. Glutenism, this... is that all right? Is that right? No, glutenous. Yeah. Gl- glutenism, yes. Yeah. Glutenism. Glutenism, that's good. Yeah, because you add the stock slowly, right, and then yeah. just cook it, and it, it becomes and it takes all... the, the the gluten out of the rice, mm. and that's what gives you the sexiness. Is that what you look for in a dish? You want it to be sexy? Yeah. 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 yeah I want everything to be sexy. That's that's fair enough. That's a fair request, I think. I don't think right. I want everything to be sexy. What do you, what do you not? Well, want to men be wouldn't really. It'd be uncomfortable for them. I'd be knackered. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> of bonus. Awkward. <laughs> is that what you mean? Yes. I think it is what you meant, yeah. Mum was clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> it, might, it might be a bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine waking up in the morning and being like, oh, sexiness starts straight it's away. start being sexy again. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I might have to agree with that. You just want things to be normal. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, you want, you want the, like, also, how do you know if things are sexy, if everything's sexy? Yeah, good point. You have to have, like, yes. different yeah. things that are not sexy. Yes. But then food's okay. Food's spaced out enough throughout the day that you can... Have that be sexy. Yeah. Yes. But I don't I, want a sexy breakfast, for example. Why no? Not? Why not? I just, well, depends on the scenario, doesn't it, really? What would be a sexy breakfast? Yeah. I guess it's about the surroundings, right, as well, but maybe um, shakshuka? That's sexy? That's a sexy breakfast. Mm. Mm. It sounds, pretty... on, onomatopoeically, it sounds like a wank, I guess. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. This is a disgrace. What? Nobody told me this was going to be like this in here. <laughs> you, you brought up... <laughs> You, you, you put up sexiness. I was just trying to. Yeah, but sexiness is, you know, you can talk about sexiness in a subtle way. <laughs> what, what, what? He can't sh- talk about anything in a subtle way, obviously. <laughs> this is not normally what he's like, Rasheen, I'll be honest. It's normally my job to be like this. I'm just trying. I'm just trying. Saying to... shakshuka sounds like a wank. It's a traditional I don't Turkish like dish. 
on a matter of paper. That's something Will Self would say. That's quite smart. But that, you know what that means? Huh? You know what that means? Sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying... It sounds like a wank. You're saying that when you... Excuse yeah. me, Rishi. When you wank, it when you sounds wank, like... It, it sounds... Shuka, 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 shuka. I'm so glad I can visualise all this. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Sorry. <laughs> Ashamed of myself now. This saffron in this risotto sounds delicious. Yes. I'm not sure I've had this a, risotto before. It's a Bobby Dazzler. Yeah. It really is. I think it's fantastic. It's a classic of classics. Yeah. Well, both of these things sound delicious so far. Yeah. So I think we move on to the bacon. Despite your best efforts, James. <sighs> <laughs> We've been so sophisticated. <laughs> I'm engaged with all of them. We're talking about the classics here. <laughs> if, if, hey, if wanking isn't a classic, <laughs> someone let me know. Because I think it's the, it's the original classic, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so, mate. Yeah. Wes, you can quote me on that. It's timeless, let's put it Wanking that way. is the original classic. I it's said it. timeless. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
Dream main course. I might be inclined to order a steak tartare as a main course in this situation. Wow. This is a this is a big move. Because mm. it often comes as a starter, but mm. on menus sometimes you see it as the starter price both. and the main. Yeah, yeah. Rarely see people go for it for the main, but what mm. a great choice. Oh, God, I love it. With a bit of egg as well and the pickle. And then, of course, you're going to ask me about the side and the classic is to have French fries with that. So your dream side would be the French fries with the steak tartare. Mm. Do you want it made table side where they come and they've got all the stuff and you can pick what you want and then they do it in front of you? Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah I it's would great. Like that. There's a few I've places seen that, that with do that. A, I've not seen that with a steak tartare. At pretty old school restaurants, they do that. They bring ah, yeah. a, a little trolley along. And they've got all the like the cornichons and mustard and all of that and shallots and they can do it all in front of you oh and God, mix it up to your yeah. yeah yeah that's what happens cornichons they're nice are those the pickles you're thinking of Harry? yeah let's have them thrown in and all this is great do you want in I mean this is the dream restaurant obviously normally it would just be sort of pushed together in in a circle or whatever would you like it in any particular shape we can put it in like a jelly mold and make it into your dream shape for the steak tartare yeah should we have some sort of Brutalism shape, perhaps in the shape of the barbican. Oh, I love it! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Steak tartare, steak star barbican. No, uh, uh, huh? no, doesn't work. Never mind. <laughs> no, steak bar bar, steak bar barbican. Yeah, but then if you say steak bar bar, I'm thinking of bar bar the elephant or Alibaba. Yeah, mm, bar bar black sheep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the three bar bars. Edward Barber, of course. Went to school with him. Not yeah. another one. Genuinely did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little songs and there's many songs about him. Bye bye the elephant. Yeah. You got your bye bye the elephant, yeah. probably, yeah. <laughs> I went to the Barbican recently to see uh, my neighbour Totoro. Yeah. Exquisite. Was it? Wonderful. Oh, it's amazing. Mm. Absolutely brilliant. When I was in there, wasn't thinking much about steak tartare, if I'm honest. No. No. Also, I love eggs, you know, lads. I'm a big egg lover. Yeah. I just love eggs. Yeah. People are weird about raw egg, but in that scenario, a raw, oh, a raw egg yolk in, in a steak tartare. Got to have it. Mm-hmm. Is that your favourite way to have egg, is in the steak tartare? Oh, or are eggs. there ways that I you're like... I just love all kinds of eggs. Eggs are my favourite. They pop up in my work a lot. I mean, in my videos and mm-hmm. things like that. Boiled eggs. Yeah. Obviously, that's a very surreal image somehow. And I was brought up on boiled eggs. You know, I had two boiled eggs every single morning before going to school. Did you now? I did, yeah. What did that do to you? I think it made me quite strong. Yeah, yeah it'd be quite um, strong. Good and my mother ignored advice that was being given and just simply couldn't accept that that amount of eggs was bad for anybody, <laughs> which we were being told at that, that time in the 80s they were, uh-huh. when you were going to, you know, I think, what did we say, cholesterol or something. Yeah. And, and then that turned out to be that my mother was right. Yeah. yeah. It's a great way to start the day. Yeah. It's like your uh, mother wanted you, you to be a bodybuilder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's good for your brain, you know, going to school as well on a boiled egg or two is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is good. Yeah. It's super good. Are you imagining Roisin on the egg going to school? Going to school. Surreal. That would be surreal. Flying along on the egg. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's like being, being the smartest kid in class because you had two there, boiled eggs that morning. <laughs> there is nothing more perfect than a boiled egg that is done to the turn, you know, just... Mm. Still runny, but that the white is nice and solid. Yeah. Are you, were you dipping? Were you dipping soldiers? Oh yes, yes, yes. See, I just go. I go with straight egg now. No, you don't. I wouldn't do even the have bread. toast. I just. No, I can yeah. happily just eat. I'll go straight in. Oh no, it's, it's a combination. Egg. It's not so much the bread as the butter on the bread. Yeah. Mm. Would you ever consider just completely peeling the egg and then buttering that egg and then eating it? No. 
<laughs> Strangely not. No? no? I don't think anyone's ever done messy. that. Might be onto something. Might get a bit messy, no? What, in one? If you, can you, have you never done an egg in one? I've done an egg in one. Yeah? Uh, yeah I'll try it later. but No, I, ha- I haven't. It's strange. I haven't tried to do I've that. But I love it all. I love I love scrambled eggs. I love omelettes. I love poached eggs. You know, I mean, eggs are just the best, you know, the best, most convenient, wonderful food out there. I agree with you. I love yeah, I yeah. love eggs. Egg. I reckon I do 12 eggs a week. Yeah. I, I went to call you Ed then and then called you Ed. <laughs> I called him Ed. <laughs> but uh, Ed has uh, criticised me on this podcast before for liking scrambled eggs. He's called me a, a child. Asked me if I'm a toddler. Well, okay. What do you think about this on a full English or f- full Irish breakfast? No. What no, eggs are you no, having? No, you're not going to have scrambled. Scrambled are to be nice with smoked salmon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree nice. with that. That's not childish. Also, you can, um, if you can lightly put in cream cheese before you do the scrambled egg. You've yeah. done that. Yeah. Nice. I've not, had, I've not had it with cream cheese, but I've done it with sour cream sour sometimes. Cream. Yeah. And then lovely. even just a bit of milk will do it or as well. a little bit of truffle. Yeah, lovely. On top of the scrambled egg. That can Being be nice. Fancy. But on a full breakfast, you're having I have fried. Fried eggs. Oh, fried. And absolutely like. no baked beans. Anywhere yes. near that breakfast. Yes. This is, this is very, I'm so it's completely street. wrong. That's exactly one of my main says. political viewpoints. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah mine too. Yeah. We're going to get along. Yeah, I think so. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ignoring yeah. him. Because <laughs> <laughs> these baked bean people as well, they, they always, uh, you're, you probably like this, yes. put it in a separate ramekin. They can't even stand by the food that they like. No. because yeah. yeah. Well, at least it's in the separate ramekin. Yeah. Now. You don't want it mixed up with your egg. You don't oh, it it. Leave it in the tin. Disgusting. Exactly. I'll only have fried eggs in sandwiches and stuff, and like with, with other things, and I can press the sa- sandwich together, and then it all loses out the sides. And I've got the fried. Oh, egg. Yeah. I don't really like it on a fry up. That's a sexy breakfast. Oh, it's the first thing to go on my fry up plate. Really? Is the eggs they go because I don't know. I just love dipping all the other stuff into the egg. Okay. And of course, Irish. Breakfasts are the best fried breakfasts in the world, and we call them a grill because we don't fry them. We grill most of it. Take us through. Yeah, we haven't had anyone do this. The classic Irish grill. Uh, Well, the sausages, obviously. Best sausages in the world in Ireland. No. No, No, they're not. (laughs) But they're great in that context. Um, And the bacon is the bacon. You know, it's like the English bacon. It's a little bit. Wrong for many people mm-hmm. who are used to sort of the drier, streaky bacon thing. We have the real sort of like lumps of bacon. Yeah. Mm. And they're a bit wet and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. But you have to have it with this kind of context. And th- then the, the real clincher, I suppose, with the Irish breakfast is the puddings. Yeah. Mm. The black pudding and the white pudding. We've tried to work this out before. I think I know what black pudding is. What's white pudding? It's just more or less black pudding, but it's got more bread in it. Great. Oh, really? Yeah. And grain, some sort of grain yeah. stuff and what have you. I love that haggis as well, I have yeah. to say. Absolutely. Oh, God, I'm getting hungry. Do you hear that? My mouth <laughs> yeah. is watering. I can tell. You're, you're, you're looking at Ed and he's turning I... into a massive quiche Lorraine. <laughs> this was the other problem when I spoke to my uh, OB. Sebi, when I spoke to him about it, I was like, what am I going to say? Is this, I don't know, because you like everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's what we like. Yeah. You're almost going to be disappointed with the quiche Lorraine now, I think. Yeah. If you're hyping yourself up for black pudding, white pudding and haggis. Yeah. It's got egg in it, at least. Yeah. 
It's so good though. Oh, I love haggis. Haggis is lovely. I like wow. everything, even blood. You love blood. The blood. <laughs> yeah, like the, that's why you like the royal family. Because <laughs> they drink that every morning. And now you're, you're one of them. I knew it, Roshi. I knew it. Yeah, black pudding, I guess. If the royal family are eating black pudding, then you're right. Yeah. yeah. They are eating made from people. blood. Yeah, made from, they're made eating from black pudding blood. made from people. Made from people blood. Yeah. And, and your side is the chips. Or French fries. fries. Come on, fries. chips at this point. No, French fries. fries. You want them perfect. nice and skinny and crispy? Not too skinny. Not those straw. They call them mm-hmm. straw fries, don't they? Those ones. Oh, not, like not too much, no. You want like, French fries, like the real thing. Like McDonald's proportions, but not for McDonald's. Tiny bit bigger than that. Tiny bit bigger than that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Where's the best fries that you've had? Probably in French, in France, in, in Paris. They just call them fries then. Yeah. Yeah. They just call them fries there, yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe. Frit. Yeah, it's frites. Pommes frites. What sort of size portion do you want? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping them, you know, I'm, I'm taking it fairly handy, as they say, don't they, with the amounts so far. So yeah. I could probably have a fair few. I've never heard that, taking it fairly handy. That's Irish, no, yeah. I like it. I'm taking I'm really it handy, they say. Don't you say about that phrase what I think you're going to say about that phrase. No. I'm not going to talk about shakshuka again, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, guys. I'm on my best behaviour. <laughs> Whenever I learn a new Irish phrase, I love it. Yeah. A- Any time. When, when Ashley B started calling, referring to the whole audience as lads all the time, I remember being like, brilliant. My lads. Yeah. Absolutely great. <laughs> what, you've got a favourite Irish phrase? Yoke. When anything can be a yoke. A yoke mm. is a yoke. Like, if you can't think of the name of something, you call it a yoke. Absolutely now, obsessed with that. Listen. Uh, we are. <laughs> Listen, this is going to make me sound like I've got a one. Give me that mind. joke. Show me that joke. Here, Shachuka, that joke, or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, that, that, actually, that actually makes perfect sense. Yeah. What, what's up, mate? <sighs> this is going to make me sound like I have a one trap mind also, but He's I. He's not normally but, like this, honestly. Listen, Damien Rice. Don't know. Who's that? Are you, are you kidding me? Is it a type of rice? <laughs> what? In this context, it could be, sure. it would make more sense if you were saying a type of rice. In the food context, yeah. Damien Rice could be, I'm just suggesting another side dish to you. Would <laughs> <laughs> you like some Damien Rice? Damien Rice, uh, singer-songwriter from Ireland. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Back I in do. the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like early 2000s or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that really is back in the day when you're talking about Irish singer-songwriters. <laughs> it, is, it is for me. <laughs> They've got quite a history of uh, singer-songwriters in Pretty Ireland. Pretty sure that's not the case. He's the first one, was he? <laughs> you started in the 2000s. He's a good-looking fella from yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He, he, he did a... I went to see him at Shepherd's Bush Empire. Yes. 2005, whenever. Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. He did a song that wasn't on his album called Me, My Yoke and I. And he said, this is about when uh, I was a lad and every time I played with my yoke, I would feel guilty. So I'd have to then give money to <laughs> charities afterwards. But there's the troker box, yeah. Yeah. Now, I know this is going to sound, this sounds like all I talk about is wanking. Uh, yeah. But it is the only ever context I've heard someone use that term yoke. Yeah. And that's all the, that's the only term, that's yeah. the only context I have for it. And it is an Irish singer songwriter. Yeah. Well, just so you know, it can be absolutely anything. Yeah. So that's why he used Some that. Some of the term. lads in Dublin, they're like, you know, when they go out like raving and that, they take yokes. Yeah. <laughs> but it goes back much further than that. Yeah. The, uh, Irish people just call everything yokes. That's an old yoke there. Because if I that heard some good guys know. saying that in Dublin, I wouldn't assume drugs. How I many yokes did you have? I only had half a yoke. I would assume they were just downing egg yolks to get energy for the night out, yeah. like well, Rocky. I would assume. Yeah. 
Well, and, you know, how so many yolks is, did you have before is, the night out? Honestly, they were comparing how many wanks they'd had. Because <laughs> from what from what I know about it, because this is why it's good that I've had this conversation with you, Roshi, because yeah. like I've only ever heard Damien Rice talk about it in this context. So if they were all saying to each other, how many yolks did you have before you came out? I had half a yolk. I'd yeah. be like, everyone's really yeah. quite uh, sex, sex positive here. This is quite good, actually. It's rare, <laughs> but, uh, but it's rare. But sometimes you manage to get a double yolker. Yeah, yeah. And then I'd be like, wow, these guys. <laughs> but it's good that you've said that. And I know it can mean anything at all. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and now, uh, now if I'm in Ireland and I hear people talking about yolks, I would always think like, oh, man, what a crass conversation to be having. So No, well, anything could be a yolk. Unless yeah. you're setting us up for a horrible trip to Ireland one might day. Be. Yeah, might be. <laughs> I'm a customs going, uh, yeah. I think you'll find uh, I've got you a few yolks straight in. On straight yeah. yolks. Yeah. You want to see my yolk, do you? Yeah. I, I, I had a few yolks on the plane. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, dream drink then. Okay, well... Now then, the other week I was out and I happened to be uh, invited to a beautiful do that was hosted by Krug. And the whole meal, we had different vintages, very special vintages of Krug. That sounds amazing. And to be honest with you, it worked with everything. Mm Mm-hmm. What, what, it wasn't like champagne. I don't think I know what this it is. It was more than champagne. It was it was Krug. It was like vintage Krug. So mm. it just worked like, and I didn't have that kind of hangover that you have from wine either. But I suppose I'd have to have a glass of red wine with the steak tartare. My sort of father-in-law, mm-hmm. father of me fella, has a, has a vineyard wow. in Gavi, in the Gavi region. Oh, wow. It's a, a young grape. You know, so it's quite mm. a light red wine. And the name of it is La Chiara. And uh, the region is... This is really boring for everyone, isn't no, it? No, this people is what people love like. They love the details. Okay, well, the region is Ligure... I oh, know, I can't even say. <laughs> You're doing so well with your accents Where earlier, Rasheen. Where are you from? Just say it's from Yolk. It's from a lovely oh, yeah. oak. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the Dolcetto grape, which is similar to Barbera. Nice. Mm. Have you ever just sat on the vineyard and like actually been there drinking wine together? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. That's the dream, isn't it? Yeah. It's got to be the best. I know, just that place as well, you know, you can actually almost have a meal from things you can pick off the trees and the vines and amazing i mean in certain times of the year it's just so plentiful you know that place sounds incredible i mean look this this guy this your sort of husband can cook his father owns a vineyard you can see why he's you're just calling him husband now yeah Yeah. he's got to lock lock, lock that shit down he he does i think well I'll never be married, I don't think, guys. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really like weddings, first yeah. of all. I don't like chairs with bows on them and mm-hmm. um, what forced fun. Yeah, <laughs> look, look, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on the wedding stuff, but my main problem isn't the chairs with the bows on them. Uh, you know, I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. Chairs no, with bows and yeah. chocolate fountains and things like that. They don't, oh, it doesn't no, do I'm, it for no, me. I'm married and um, we ruled out chairs with bows immediately. Yeah, good. Was, and they cost extra. Yeah. They do. They cost extra. I don't like forced fun. I don't like organised parties. I, mm. I actually don't even like organised parties. Like, I just, 
friend who had a big birthday party this this summer and she was stressed out for three weeks before yeah. you know he's not coming there coming I'm gonna and, and it's like oh god yeah. it's not worth it yeah it didn't yeah. go in the end I guess and even even on the night she wasn't too happy with herself yeah. you know yeah. and usually out. she's always the life and soul of the party yeah. type thing yeah. so I'm a bit against all that sort of thing that's fair just, enough just make sure, and then there's the idea of like now my dad's passed away sadly but I always said so, so hang on a minute. Mickey Murphy, right, is is going to give me away. He's going oh, to okay. actually give. Yeah, he's yeah. going to give me away to a, another fella, and then we're going to go backstage, like, and 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 sign a contract. Yeah, you're very much this fella this. get me from me dad. It's insane. You're very much viewing this through the so. prism of the music industry. You just referred to backstage and signing a contract. Well, yeah. <laughs> is, is, is my dad getting royalties on me still? <laughs> so my dad, well, represent, well, well, my dad represented me and then I'm moving I'm to another sorry, agency. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to get the lawyer to look over this contract. <laughs> yeah, get your music lawyer involved. But I mean, really, like, give me away. Yeah. Hell no. It's mad. <laughs> 2022. People are still being given away. Shouldn't have invited you. Given away. No, no. I, I, I was used to always that joke. One, I? I was heckling it. My dad used to always joke that, uh, you know, because he actually got my mother some by some miracle because she was like the best looking woman in Ireland and all. And she actually had a neck and everything. And back, day, <laughs> back in them days, not many people did in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. And fabulous pair of legs and all, you know. And somehow he got her and he should have just been delighted with that. Um, but he used to always complain that he never got the dowry as well. Because oh. like, you're supposed to give give stuff to the man yeah. for taking the woman. Yeah. Wow. But she had the neck. She had the neck. That's the dowry. Yeah. 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 That's that sorted. And long legs, you know. Yeah. It's like get? a knee Ed. in between the bottom and the, the top. <laughs> what was the dowry that you got, Ed? I didn't get a dowry. What? I don't need a dowry. Complain. The pre- the, you should complain. We were together for 11 years. I think it was too late to ask for a dowry at that point. I don't know. You should have told me, man. I, I was one of, I was part of the groomsmen. I was one of part of your team. I could yeah. have got, that's what we were there for. Yeah. yeah. Anything you need. So if you just said to me, you to sort out this dowry because I haven't got it, I would have gone to the family. You could family. have lobbied. Yeah. I would have gone to the family and said, where's the dowry? You had enough jobs on the day. Yeah. I had a few jobs. I was announcing the cakes. A job that he invented. It's happened you announced the cakes? Yes. How many cakes? Four. It was, like a, it was like a tower of cakes that were all different flavours. And, ah. and no other wedding has this happened. James invented a job for himself to announce then, all the different flavours. What about, what about wedding cakes? Let's be honest. Come well, on. We They're good, rubbish. No. Oh, mostly this was, they are. This was good cake. Nobody eats it though. Oh. I bet you had a ton of it left, didn't you? Uh, so, so the bottom layer, which was massive, there was a bit of that left. The little layer at the top had all gone. I'm livid. It was the salted salted peanut cake. Yeah, with the brittle on it. That had oh, all that gone. sounds disgusting. Well, bad luck, Rasheen, because you're never going to taste it. And it was brilliant. So delicious. <laughs> this wasn't like wedding cake wedding. This was like just properly nice cakes. Yeah, but it wasn't. On, that's big, massive industrial size cake. It's disgusting. Well, I'm sorry. How was that disgusting? I mean, you can have whatever you like. I've you flipped know? and I like weddings now because, like, uh, <laughs> when it comes to cake, I mean, earlier you said the chocolate fountain thing. I, I let that slide. <laughs> but uh, a massive cake. Come Look, on. It's a shame. You're never going to get married. You can have what you want. You could have a big poached egg. I could. Could everyone mm, gather around and have a day. big slice of poached egg? <laughs> <laughs> so you're having the red wine. But I'm having the Krug as well. And the Krug. Yeah. yeah that's cool. Yeah. I would drink that Krug. Every day with everything. 
Mm. But I, as I said before, I do have very expensive tastes, unfortunately. I, I am very luckily had a bottle of Krug recently. Mm. Shared some with some friends and it's it's just another level. It's a it? whole other yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Not familiar. Not familiar. It's just a really nice champagne, but it's a... It's not for scumballs like you. <laughs> Uh, you get a yellow tongue like this for being a scumble. <laughs> Old saffron chops over here. Saffron boy. <laughs> I have a friend who's um, Elaine Constantine. She's very, very famous, well-to-do mm-hmm. photographer and filmmaker. But I've known her for many, many years. And her fella is Italian as well. And we were out at some fancy Italian restaurant in London and they were ordering in Italian uh-huh. and all for us and everything. And she turned around to me. She's from Berry in Manchester. And she turned around to me and she went, hey, Roisin. And she sort of hit me in the stomach with her elbow. And she went, hey, haven't we done well for a couple of scumballs? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to feel good. Yeah. So it did. It felt good. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what me and Ed say to each other every day yeah. before we come on this podcast. Have we done well for a couple of scumballs? In that accent as well. Haven't we done well yeah, for a couple of scumballs? <laughs> so we arrive at your dream dessert. Now, I'm a bit nervous going into this now because you've you've poo-pooed the chocolate fountains. Whoa, that sounds awful. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> well, that'll be the yeah, end of the party. Get kicked out of a wedding for that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, dessert. I love sugary things, yeah. I love right. sweet things. But not at the end of a big meal. It's like so hard, you know. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, because usually you're full by yeah, that point. I know what and you mean, can't yeah. devour it and love it as much yeah. as you would yeah. in between a meal. Yeah. In between oh, meals. I wouldn't say so. And... Shut up, you. And <laughs> you're treading on very, very uh, thin ice with James here. He's a real dessert boy. So you take it obviously in whatever direction. Come on, you want, I love desserts. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's sometimes hard mm-hmm. when you're looking at a menu yeah. to say, order a big dessert after yeah. you've had a meal like we've just discussed, yeah. right? But I have to tell you that in that context, after a big, wonderful meal, the greatest dessert I've ever had. Uh, was in Paris and it was a simple chocolate mousse. And it made me cry. Wow. Yeah. It made me cry. It was the perfect consistency, you know. It it, it left a little hole in Mm. it when you took the spoon out. Yeah, it held held the shape. It held, yeah. yeah. And it had air in it, but not too much air in it. It had egg in it, obviously. Mm. Egg being very much part of this yeah. this dish. And yeah, it was just like, you know, that, that thing where you put this, the, the spoon in your gob and, and then you pull the spoon out and the thing is in your gob and you just don't have to do anything. It's just, it's there. <laughs> it's everything. It's the taste, it's the texture, it's yeah. the temperature. Yeah. It's... Goosebumps, did it give you goosebumps? Gave me tears. Goosebumps and tears. Yeah, tears. I suppose there's no tears without tears goosebumps. Tears on the first mouthful or... As, as, as More the dish or less, progressed. I think, yeah. yeah. And then tears of sadness when it was over? No, I'm, I was ready for the meal to be over. Yeah. I'd actually been a glutton that night. <laughs> <laughs> How was it present? Was it literally just just the chocolate mousse on in the yeah, bowl or on the plate? Yeah, it was just the chocolate mousse. No other faffing around with any other... Nothing. So whereabouts was this? I want to eat this chocolate mousse now. Oh, God, I don't know the name of the restaurant, but it was, again, very classic kind of canteen-like yeah. uh, Parisian restaurant that's been there for, I don't know, 100 years or something. Yeah. Mm. I went with Jarvis Cocker. 
That's where Jarvis Cocker's been on this podcast. He has uh-huh. as well. He um, took me there. So if you ever see him again, ask him what the name of the restaurant we'll ask was. Ask him what was that restaurant called? He Jarvis, because he, he mentioned Paris when he was on. He did mention the Paris. Yeah. He loves it. He loves Paris, right? He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> he loves. It. He lives there, I think, doesn't he? Or lives. He at least has been at some point. Yeah. I don't know where he lives now, but like, yeah, he definitely. We need to Paris. track down that chocolate mousse restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, everything I had there was great as well. Oh, like, like I had like the onion soup in the beginning and it was like the best onion soup oh. I ever had, which Coupon. is also an amazing dish. But I didn't put it in here because it gives me cramps. Oh, yeah? yeah. yeah you don't want I can't resist it, yeah. but it, the onions tend to mm. don't go well in my stomach. But when you had that meal then? Yeah, the onion soup. I was the younger top. then, though, so I was able to handle the onions. But as I get older, I'm not able to handle them as much. It's really? gutting that stuff, that, isn't it? Is that a thing? Yeah, I think it is. I've sort of got a intolerance. I've built up an intolerance to say. it. I know you're supposed to build up a tolerance, aren't you? Yeah. I think, of, I think mm. an intolerance has built up. Because most people, onions make them cry. But for you, it was the chocolate mousse at the end of the meal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> quite. It's quite. That sounds incredible. I wish you remember the name. I'd go there now. Yeah, yeah. The I worst dish I ever had was in Paris as well. Oh, yes. oh great. Here we go. Yeah. Andoulette. Have you ever heard of it? Now, this has been brought up on the pod before, right? The Tooch? The Tooch. Sunny, Sunny Tucci. Oh, yes. He he talked about... I, I bet he's well able for it, is he? He loves it up. Him and Mel Streep had it and hated it. Oh, it's absolutely... I mean, it's unbelievable. I was in Paris. Your man says, comes over. I said... It, What's this? Um, and he said, it's sausage. And I said, go on, I'll have that. He said, are you sure, madam? <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, yeah, I'm sure. I can eat anything, anything at all. Just bring it. Like that, you know. Arrogant. Yeah. Like. And he smiled the corner of his mouth. He loved that, I bet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Can't wait. okay. And off he went and he came back with this. And it was wonderful. It looked wonderful. Mm. On the plate, it was this huge sort of thing that looked like, you know, really big sausage. Che- cheesy language there because James is in the room. I was looking over at James yeah. there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> big curved sausage <laughs> on James, the plate. Leave yeah. it, mate. And it wonder- looked wonderfully cooked and all that. Yeah. And um, everything looked fine until I put the knife into it and I cut through it and suddenly the whole area smelled of shit. <laughs> I wasn't even near my mouth yet, right? <laughs> and the waiter was over there smiling. Yeah. And I was like horrified already. But I went for it. Yeah. Got it. And wow. I thought, okay, it smells of shit. It won't taste of shit. That's a red flag for me. Cut into it and you just see all this like, there's no meat, like a sausage meat in yeah. it. It's just intestines stuffed in it. Oh so it's like God. folded intestines inside. Cut into it. Took it, put a bit into my mouth. No, that t- actually tastes Taste like I've got shit in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh, came again. out of nowhere, you know, and he was like, Are you enjoying your meal, madam? <laughs> and I was like, No, not really. And I was green. My face yeah. was yeah. green. And bless him, he said, I, I, You can order something else. We won't charge you. I, I think he enjoyed it so much. It. He didn't charge me for Onion the Onion soup, please. <laughs> he, knows the, he knows the deal. He does it every day. Yeah. 
Goes over, They've gets got someone to talk themselves into idiot, having it. Yeah. yeah. They've got Some one scumball comes <laughs> over. <laughs> we got another scumball. <laughs> let's, let's send out an amulet. She thinks she's done all right for a scumball. Yeah. <laughs> send out a shit sausage. That is literally the only thing that I've not been able to eat. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. And, and yeah. Stanley Tucci, you know, loves all foods, goes around eating anything. Yeah. And he hated that. And he's not a scumball. He, he is the opposite of a scumball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna read your menu back to you now see how you feel about it go ahead you would like vichy water to start sparkling problems or bread you would like ger- a german bread selection and sourdough with grass-fed butter starter three courgette flowers stuffed with ricotta then a pasta course of a risotto milanese main course steak tartare side dish of french fries from france pommes frites drink you would like krug throughout and this red wine from your not husband's father's vineyard. Lucky Yeah, but he's not yeah, his father. Is he, it's his stepfather, but yeah, go on. Yeah, fair play. Uh, dessert. Alfredo, the... shout going out. <laughs> shout out to Alfredo. Shout out. <laughs> Alfredo. <laughs> dessert. The chocolate mousse from Paris with Jarvis Cocker. Yes, on the side. On the, Jarvis Cocker on the side, <laughs> shedding a tear with you in unison. I, I, I can picture Cocker just like a little, yeah. little tear rolling down. Little tear because he's not well. allowed any. Yeah, because he can't have any. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, you promised the classics. I think you delivered the classics. I did. It feels like the classics. Can I say this? I do like the other mad stuff as well. I yeah. will try that. You know, sure. like I said, I went to the Peruvian sort of fusion business last week and it was fabulous. Mm-hmm. And But the greatest meal that I've had in the last, I don't know how many years, had a ridiculous amount of courses. It had, I don't know, 30 courses. Wow. And it was a sushi meal. Great. And it was like a religious experience, Whoa. honestly. It was so meditative and I think it's very important, the space that you eat in as well. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. he had gone to a lot of trouble, this guy, to make the sound right in the room. Wow. So that when you're... You, it's a restaurant that only holds nine people on one, mm-hmm. like, sort of, uh, what's it called? Like a counter. Mm. And so there's one guy behind the counter and stools on the counter. But he's gone to a lot of trouble with the lighting and the sound. And I think that's very important around food. I hate when you can't hear each other yeah. in a restaurant. Sure. And he, it's, it was amazing. He's got kind of a secret phone number that oh. you have to get off somebody else. And Where, whereabouts what? is this? This was in Ibiza as well. Oh. Do you remember what it was called or is it a secret? It's not really got a name. It's got a name. It's He's called this. Walt. The guy's called Walt. <laughs> Walt <Disney. laughs> oh, my God. From... I mean, food does make me cry Yeah, when it's good. It can bring tears. Yeah, It's the name it's I was nice. least expecting when you described the I restaurant. Know, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's actually Australian. Well, yeah. but he had many, many years in Tokyo. Walt, the Australian sushi shop. Get his secret. So I think that's got to become a goal of the podcast now to, to get, get Walt's, Walt's number. Walt's number from Nobody's someone. getting it, and uh, I'm not even going to tell you where it is or anything well, like we're, that. We're, because otherwise, we won't be able to get in the next time we want to go. Yeah, that's we're going to try. We're going to try and find this. And we have no choice what we were being given. You know that yeah. kind of way I, as good. well. I don't really like reading men, menus and mm-hmm. worrying about choice. Sorry, know. sorry to put you through that then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean though. I like it. I like it when you go in and they say we're going to take care of it. What would you do if you went back to Waltz and midway through the meal he brought out an enduit? Oh, the ultimate. 
He wouldn't though, would he? But maybe there would be some slither of it in something. Yeah, you know? just a bit of shit. Yeah, just a bit <laughs> of shit can be good. <laughs> that's, that's the perfect phrase to end on, I think. Just a bit of shit can be good. Just a bit of shit can be good. Rasheen, thank you so much for coming to the oh, Dream thanks, Restaurant. Thanks, guys. I've loved it. Thank you so much. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There we are. Great chat with Roisin Murphy. Fantastic chat. Also, thank you, Roisin, for not saying low-fat cheddar, the secret ingredient we were allowed to keep you in the restaurant for the duration. Thank you so much. Uh, Roisin has new music coming out soon, new singles, new album. Yeah. On the way. Make sure you get on that. Also, if you're not familiar with Roisin's back catalogue, um, change that. Change that. Right now. There's that so much stuff for you to uh, delve into and enjoy. So make sure you get on that. Wrap your ears around some sweet sounds. You know, check out Maloko, sure, but if you leave the Soloko stuff, you, you're crazy. you got to get on the Soloko stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Um, nice to hear uh, another Andriette story as well. Yes. Disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Thank you very much to Roisin Murphy. Bye-bye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and you just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.